media at SAFM with Ashraf Gardner. Right, we'll chat to Hilton Tarrant in a second. So just let me go back to that Vodacom advert. Your thoughts on the advert. Uh, tell me whether it's a hit or a miss. You can SMS me. I won't take calls on it. 34701. In fact, someone's saying bad, bad of the month is the Hansa World Cup one. Really? I wonder why, why you think so. Um, and let me just see. Uh, there's a couple more. Okay, I'll read that in a second. Then, if there's any other advert outside of the Vodacom one, any advert in this last week that for you is just absolutely great, or in fact, irritates you as someone has suggested uh, already then let me know just drop me an sms to three four seven zero one three four seven zero one right the other thing and if you're tweeting you can tweet to at ashraf garda you and use the hashtag media show now just picking up on the discussion we had regarding um pr and the newsroom and that relationship when whether i suggested it's a a happy arranged marriage or not. Well, Altab Kazi, of course, who's, who used to be a journalist and now working in communications for Cricket South Africa. So he can't talk because he's rushing to the airport, the South African cricket team off to Sri Lanka. But uh, he said that, uh, and I could read this, in sport there are many sponsors who have agencies who want to get the sponsor's name out all the time. So this does get annoying for the sports journalists. It's all about relationships and letting sponsors understand that by association with the sport, they will get the coverage. And we have managed to do that pretty well in Cricket South Africa's media department. It works closely with the sponsor's PR agency. Cricket South Africa then becomes the front for the media on behalf of the sponsor and not necessarily the sponsor's agency. I wonder whether it's an interesting relationship that, uh, in fact, uh, that they have. Right. Lots more to come. So besides chatting to Hilton, we're also going to talk about journalism in terms of a journalism tutorial on YouTube put together by Paula Frey and her team uh, from Frey Intermedia. I've checked it out. I think it's it's really worth checking out. No question about it. We'll get more details on that later on. But for now, Hilton Terran then with us. So I'm trying to see what's the right title. So Financial Journalist of the Year at the Sanlam that's for radio. For radio, yes. Okay, got that right. For the Sunlam Financial Journalist of the Year Award, which took place just about a week ago. Hilton, good chatting to you. And you're normally not here, so people need to understand that because of, of how you present your show in the afternoon. So just tell us about that firstly. So we're all based at MoneyWeb, um, and we produce a number of, uh, of programs for, for SABC radio stations, SAFM obviously included. We're kind of based as a, I don't know, a satellite office with a, our own studio. Um, our own team, uh, and, and we kind of do the magic between. Okay, because sometimes people find it strange. So to get it right, the news, the the morning show, I'm speaking to you from the sixth floor of uh, of the SABC Radio Park. The news, uh, the morning show, AM Live with Sakina, is done from the second floor on the TV side. Don't ask me why. That's the way <laughs> it works out. And in fact, what you're suggesting in the same principle mm-hmm. that that money web then sort of owns inverted commas that half an hour mm-hmm. uh, from 6 to 6.30 and therefore they, pre- they present it not from these studios but their own studios. Mm, okay. Right. And, 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 and the show itself, of course, well awarded. Tell me about, about the award. Well, the award itself is, uh, as you say, Financial Journalism Awards. Some of them do these every year, and they've done them for probably, geez, 40 years or something. Yeah. It is wow. absolutely incredible how, how long they've persisted with this through recessions and c- budget cutbacks. Uh, and this award was specifically for the radio category. It's, a, it's the first time this year that they have done platform-specific awards, so an award for radio, an award for print, and an award for, for online. Which, which I think is great because there are, there are big differences, right? Mm. Major, yeah. major, major. All right, and in, and in terms of you winning that radio, so, is it, so it's you, in fact, as opposed to the show. I mean, there's a slight difference. Subtle difference, yeah. a very subtle difference. And the pieces I entered were, in fact, long-form interviews where mm. – 
we uh, publish these long-form interviews online. Obviously, we don't have the luxury of being able to air, you know, a 25-minute or 30-minute interview of course. Um, every evening. So we typically play out half of that interview, for example. Uh, and, and those are the pieces that I entered uh, for the specific award. One was with Maria Ramos, uh, where I actually sat with her in Davos uh, at the World Economic Forum. On the sidelines, we sat on a couch. We sat and spoke for about 40 minutes, which is just incredible um, to be able to try and tell that story. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, your, your thoughts on this, because, I mean, we've all sort of entered awards and you win and you lose and you get acknowledged and you don't get acknowledged. But sometimes so much is, is interpreted on the basis of that one submission as opposed to, a whole show every single day of the week, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's difficult to judge an award if mm. you if you put mm. yourself in the in the judge's shoes to be able to judge every piece of output um, that a particular journalist or a particular radio presenter uh, produces in a in a year in a month. I mean, it's it's completely impossible. Even for something like the MTN Radio Awards, it's it's very very difficult to get a grasp of a particular show into into six segment. minutes or ten minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. But wh- why do you think you won? Besides the interview with with Maria Ramos, I mean, in, as, as a general gut feeling, because also the interview is one thing, but but your name gets linked to the award, which means the name has got to be the winner has got to be credible enough to raise the credibility of the awards, right? I don't know. Something you, you know, need to ask uh, Peter Wundler and the mm. rest of the judges, I guess. <laughs> um, gut feel. I think the long form stuff was something different. I honestly do believe that. Um, you know, a twenty thirty minute interview. Uh, you don't see too many of those, uh, especially in the business space. You're mm. you're used to the kind of treadmill of you know quick and quick out uh, four minute interview versus something a lot more substantial. Mm. And, and, and in terms of, of, of the type of work that comes out on that show every, so we're looking at two things. We're looking at the money web connection, that's mm. the online space, and we're looking at the show between 6 and 6.30. Right? Uh, what, what, what is covered? And I ask this question because often, you know, I often get people listening to financial shows and they say, well, the problem is it's, it's pitched at the, at, at the absolute businessman. They will throw in phrases that uh, that would be talking to someone mm. who actually has jargon. an interest on uh, yeah well the jargon is certainly people who have an interest on the on the stock exchange right and and your thoughts in terms of the, the space one should play in there it's one of the things I've worked hard on uh, personally over the past kind of twelve eighteen months uh, since I since I started the show uh, full time um, it really was a focus to to get that type of information that type of news into a space that's more accessible. Um, I'll give you an example. Uh, when I interviewed the ShopRite CEO, Whitey Basson, for mm, example, mm, mm. Uh, they've reported annual results to the stock exchange. Uh, the typical interview is, you know, what were your earnings, uh, wh- you know, your revenue growth, uh, margins, technical things. Um, whereas my approach started to be slightly different, uh, where we spoke about things like food price inflation. These are things that affect every single person in this country. Uh, we spoke about what they're doing, for example, to mitigate the increased electricity prices because all those fridges that you see in ShopRite and Checkers stores are, are trying huge amounts of electricity. Absolutely, no so, question about it. So that. trying to spin the interview slightly um, away from the you know the straight business. And, and did that work? And, and does it work generally? It does work when you've got the benefit of time. It definitely does work. Um, so what we typically do is we would engage with a CEO for, for a relatively long space of time. We would do a 10, 15 minute interview mm, versus mm. a live four minute interview. Uh, another example is, is Grant Patterson of, of MassMart, obviously mm, the mm, Walmart mm. connection. And what happened six months ago when they reported numbers is we actually brought him into studio and that was all we spoke about for 25 minutes. And okay. We spoke about <laughs> you know the Walmart connection and yes. where the prices are dropping, 
what they're doing in the in the kind of DIY space. Uh, and it was a very different kind of interview to a straight, you know, mm. reserve bank. How, how, how then do you measure the success of that particular show? That is very difficult. Um, feedback, SMSs, uh, tweets, uh, and, and I, I kind of shudder to think what happened before Twitter, where where you had that, <laughs> where you didn't have that and real you don't time. No, you have mm. no idea. Absolutely yeah, no yeah, idea. Yeah. Well, the good thing people are tweeting as I talk to you. I'm not reading them now because I'm talking to you. And there's a there's a relationship between understanding the guest comes first. But I think we we get good feedback on that immediately. What what then? You know, in in terms of your of of what makes a good financial journalist, your 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 thoughts on that. You've got to be curious. Mm-hmm. You definitely have to be curious. Uh, you have to be able to join the dots. Uh, that is the, I think, the single biggest um, attribute that that would help. Um, where if you're reading something in one announcement to the stock exchange and perhaps have read something that the Reserve Bank governor said, you need to be able to link the two um, mm-hmm. and and be able to provide that context. Uh, but but curious. You need to read a lot. You need to you need to you need to wonder why certain companies are doing certain things. Now, we had a chat about this, well, with someone else about two years ago. In fact, we had a big debate about it, about A, the the short supply of, of good, competent financial journalists on the one hand, and then and then the short supply, the extremely short supply of, of black financial journalists. I mean, has, has that changed? How much of a problem is that? It's still a problem. I think it will perhaps always be a problem, um, given that financial journalism is not as sexy um, as, as I guess certain other things are. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually tend to find at MoneyWeb, and I mean, we bring through probably, you know, a, a handful, uh, perhaps even two handfuls of, of interns every year. Uh, and we actually tend to find that some of the most successful interns that we bring through and blood into into journalists and into you know senior journalists in their own right um, are people that didn't study commerce, didn't even study journalism, but have a kind of a natural uh, you know natural attraction towards uh, towards of understanding how the economy companies. works, mm. right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So so that that's a good news thing in a mm, sense. It is. I mean, it, people listening are probably going to email me to say, Ashraf, I need to be mentored with regard to financial journalism. But I, I haven't done this, that. I don't come from these big companies. You're you actually saying it doesn't matter as long as you ask the right questions. As long as you ask the right questions. I mean, we've got uh, botanists and, you know, scientists that, are, <laughs> <laughs> that have, you know, a science degree that have, or environmental scientists that have, you know, shifted shifted focus completely, tried something new and and really, really enjoy it. But but the point on the on the black financial journalists is is a very important one. Um, and I think all the media houses, the big ones, and, and they're very few if you think about it. There's really just Business Day, Business Report, uh, ourselves, a couple of others. Um, th- there is obviously a concerted effort there, but you're competing against PR, for example. You're competing against um, corporates who have a, a corporate relations or investor relations function. Mm-hmm. And that competition is, is fierce. I should have mentioned this earlier. If you wish to call in, just maybe time for one or two very quick calls in the in the three minutes or so we have remaining. Chatting to Hilton Tarrant, uh, who who anchors the 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 show, the business show that is six to six thirty every afternoon here on SAFM, and on basis of that, uh, winning in the radio category at the Sandlam Financial Journalist of the Year. So if you wish to say hi to him, 0891104207. Give me, give me a story. How did you get involved here? How did I get involved at, uh, at MoneyWeb? Well, MoneyWeb on the one hand, or just, just in this field of in journalism, field, stroke broadcasting, yeah. Broadcasting started for me in grade 11 when I was 17 years old. Really? Wow. Um, at a community station in Kimberley, my hometown. Called what? Um, radio Termaneng. Right. 
Um, and it was serendipitous. It was completely coincidental that I ended up on, on radio as a guest and very quickly as, as a presenter. So you were in a grade 11 as a guest talking about what? Talking about youth issues okay. um, in, in our kind of community. Mm. Um, and that morphed very, very quickly to, uh, to being on the other side of the market. Why? What, what, what happened to that interview? Um, I, I then got brought on, I think, uh, after that first interview as a more regular guest within that week even. And then with literally within one week, I was co-presenting the program, which was, I mean, astonishing. <laughs> and <laughs> Well, which, which does tell you, you know, get, you got, if you want to get a job in broadcasting, get into that studio. If not mm. as a presenter, be, get the guest, become the guest. You'll probably present sooner or later anyway. What, what happened next then? I went to Varsity um, mm. at Rhodes. And so, I, so the interest was, and you did what, media? I did journalism, okay. um, but I studied design. I specialized in design. Mm-hmm. Um, that was something that I, I really enjoyed. Um, but, you know, worked on the campus radio station, um, RMR. Worked literally from my first week at Rhodes. Um, <laughs> kind okay. of crashed down their wow. door and uh, mm-hmm. did the breakfast show on that station for, I think, three years, my last three years at Rhodes, every single morning, um, which on, How on campus How can the students get up for breakfast? Well, that's the, that's the challenge. No one really wanted that. <laughs> <laughs> Although it was, it would normally, well, and, and the listeners, I mean, because that's interesting because normally in, in, in broadcast terms, the breakfast show has got the biggest audience. Would that still apply to, to campus radio? Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely <laughs> that's the graveyard shift. shift. That is the graveyard shift. <laughs> okay, got, got that, right. And, and then? You then on to MoneyWeb. Uh, left left Rhodes, taught for a bit at Rhodes, lectured, mm-hmm. um, and moved up to Joburg. MoneyWeb was my first job um, and didn't start on the radio side of things at all. Um, and then again, a, a couple of coincidences and I found myself… But, but, but what's the plan? Because I mean, I, I remember interviewing you on the basis of some pieces you wrote on, on at, at MoneyWeb, right? Was that your vision, hopefully, say, like… I need to get into the broadcasting side one of the Not days. necessarily. No, no. I, d- I mean, it wasn't really an aim. It wasn't anything that I'd written down or thought about on, mm. you know, the 1st of January, which when you mm, draw up mm, all your mm, goals, mm. Um, it definitely wasn't. Um, and I kind of covered a little bit for, for Alec Hogg um, as as he obviously presented the mm, program. Mm, and, mm. you know, he'd be traveling or he'd be, you know, and he'd have a speaking in. engagement. Yeah, I'd stand yeah. in and I kind of really started to enjoy it. And that's the time I heard you off, and it's like, okay, I certainly like what, what this guy sounds like. Right. So just just the, the last thought then, in terms of the industry, um, the business shows, most business shows are you know, on that range from 5 to 7 o'clock mm. or so every night, and I can battle up all the different radio stations. How competitive is that to, to get your audience listening to you, not somebody else? Very, very competitive, um, especially here in Gauteng. Mm. It is incredibly competitive in that space because you literally have five radio stations head-to-head with the same subject matter um, within a you know ninety minute. Or and if there's a big story of the day, let's say a, a checkers buyout or whatever, you know it's going to be covered. It, it's it it's be. stage managed and it's covered everywhere. Mm. But l- let me get this right: M- MoneyWeb, in terms of of how it does it, in fact, it's, it it does syndicate. Is it correct? It does syndicate. Um, so we uh, produce and present content for SAFM and a couple of other radi- uh, SABC radio stations as well. So the exact same, uh, or not the exact same kind of content, but the exact same kind of show that we present um, here on SAFM, we do for Adeskia as well. With, a, with another presenter. With another presenter in Afrikaans, definitely not me. Yeah, okay, fascinating. <laughs> now, having said all of that, you're not going to be around there any longer. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm uh, riding off into tell, the sunset. Tell me the last day. <laughs> the last day, Ashraf, is uh, tomorrow night. Oh, my goodness. Hello and goodbye. <laughs> I'll just try and bring a whole lot of new listeners to your show at 6 o'clock, but you're not going to be there. Where are you off to? 
I'm off to Emedia, which is a app studio, a uh, completely different space for me. Um, and and he's Hasselman Company. Yes, yes. and he's Hasselman mm. Company. Um, I've, I've been at Bunnyweb for nine years, and nine years of, of reading Sen's announcements and, and watching the JSE move every single day. Uh, it's time for a break. And, you know, you, you can't come back to something that you've never left. Yeah, true. That's very true. So, okay, and in terms of e-media, what, what are you going to do there? Um, that remains to be seen. Uh, I have joined the leadership team, so I will uh, start there on September the 1st, um, and we'll kind of settle into a role. There's, there's lots to be done. Um, there's, there's a lot to be done. Um, okay. We'll All right. Well, we'll certainly find, and, and probably going to chat to you because we talk tech issues on a Tuesday every afternoon. Mm. Uh, so, uh, having chatted to Anis, we'll probably talk to you. Right, big question then. Six o'clock next on Tuesday, who's going to be there? You can wait and see. <laughs> Maybe I'll announce it on the air just you now. Can. We'll see. You can. Okay, we'll do that. In fact, I'll do that. I'll do that uh, as long as you listen in the next uh, two minutes uh, after we do some of the other spots. How's that? And I'm sure people now will listen. Who's going to be presenting that show? 6 to 6.30, replacing Hilton Charent Talking Business. Hilton, great chatting to you once again. I'm sure we'll connect. And, and well done on that award as well. We'll also chat to Paula Frey, by the way, for that fantastic uh, YouTube journalism tutorials coming up right after this.